Welcome to another Crossroads Podcast. I'm Jake Ryan. This is my boy, James LaFountain. Hello, hello. You forgot to say what number it was. I know. I think we're up to about 5,000. Yeah. No. Uh, 56, I think. 55, 56. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah, dude. It's uh, one day. If we get to 5,000 one day, that would be like crazy. We'll be like old men. I mean, Cyborgs. yeah, that take like well, shit. What is Joe Rogan at? Like almost two thousand? Yeah, dude, and he's been doing it forever, and he gets like the most incredible guests ever. He's been doing it for like ten years or something. Yeah, dude, and like you know, three or four podcasts a week. You think does he really do that much? I mean for yeah for a long time it was it was that like um it might just be like one or two a week now but yeah dude it's a lot (laughs) well now that he's got that deal yeah speaking of the deal should we hit the old crossroads intro yep all right so this intro is so dope we're gonna get that animation going Mm -hmm. here soon it's gonna be sweet in the works. Yeah. There's a place where deals are made. And legends are born. You boys know what to do. Sure, sure, we know what to do. And that is not to let the devil know anything. Back at the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that intro. I like it, man. I I think we should just keep it just how it is. Yeah, dude. It is. Did you make it in like one sitting then? Yeah, I worked on it for a while. Like I I really got into it, but uh something like that, like I'll just end up changing it, <clears throat> you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to change it too much. The more I hear it, it's kind of like kind of catchy you know just it is and then you kind of grow attached to the original mm-hmm. and it's like if you try to recreate it it's just not as good there's a few songs like that oh like, for sure uh i've tried to do it too like you're like oh my my old version sucks i'm gonna recreate it and i'm like well like okay. the best example not the best example but well like what i got mm-hmm. what is it like the the live it's not the live version but it's just like a remix or what is that like it's that still, original uh, cut <clears throat> um i mean it's it's still the band but it's just like a different take of this of the song you know but it just sounds so different i can't remember then the one that was on their sublime album yeah it wasn't like the the song everybody knows they made like a 91 remix or something like that yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, there's another song too that's like, I think we're alone now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. Huh? It was this Ooh. chick, Tiffany. Right. That, like back in the 90s. Um, and 
she like remade it later. Right. Um, but <laughs> it was like it's just not not as good. And you know <laughs> and it's kinda of one of those things where it's like, oh man, you're hanging onto your one hit that everybody knows. For sure. And I seen a video clip of her. Oh god, I gotta show you this. Um Okay. On stage meltdowns, you know? Right. Okay, so check this out. Uh share the sound. Okay. So yeah, you know <laughs> TMZ.com. You know when your career, like you had a happening career in the past, and then later in life you're like going back to playing at bars? Mm -hmm. I think it's a situation like that. Right. bad and you know obviously you know in the past obviously when she was young she was like you know better looking uh well i mean yeah she's older but obviously she's struggling elsewhere too yeah and i, I guess that you know just happens <clears throat> like some would say, like, oh, you're washed up. And. Right. I mean, I've had those moments of feeling those types of things, like, oh, man. You know, I'm like, I'm still making my way up to become, you know, sure. better. But you kind of. I think everybody goes through those moments where you're like, I'm getting fat and old. And I've been drinking too much. And I need yeah. to get back in shape. I mean, I don't think everybody. Not everybody. Some people be like, some people are already just healthy all their life, and some people just totally give up and like, I don't even care. For sure. And. Yeah. It's. It's sad to see that that poor guitar player, man. <laughs> I know he was like, I'm gonna push through this, and put out the good vibe, and she's like. Fuck you all. This is my song. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's always sad to see when they like start talking trash on the audience. I mean, she, yeah, I thought it was, it was, could have been worse, you know, because they were like, they're like, fuck yeah, and cheering after she said that, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, she was, she's probably fucking drunk. She definitely appeared to be. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's the other thing, too, when you like, whatever, when you're like young and happening, back when she was like, really popular as like a, i don't know she didn't look like she was 18 back when that song was a hit but they were like traveling to malls yeah and like putting on shows at the mall and be packed you know yeah i mean i don't know like if you're if you're a one-hit wonder you know like you could really fucking do a lot with that or you could fucking just squander it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's, I don't know. I always wonder about those things where if it's your hit, like you actually created it or if it's a hit that was like manufactured by the record labels. For sure. Then it's kind of a different feeling. Yeah, if it's like like uh, Gautier, you know, he the oh yeah, somebody that I used to know. Or, that yeah. song's dope. Yeah. Yeah, but like he he's just he has this whole catalog of music and he's been making music forever and it's all different and weird and shit. But he just had this one song that happened to go like crazy viral, basically, you know. And yeah well it could lead people into your the rest of your catalog if they care to yeah but like <clears throat> he fucking so like there's the, the spectrum you know of people who are like like you said they just have one manufactured hit song you know compared to someone who just happens to have a hit song like right like gotier will be fine you know and that song probably is just like you know, only helps, but someone who only has one song and then they just kind of fade away. It's like, yeah, it's not really. Speaking of fade away, your chair keeps fading away and fading in and out. (laughs) Uh, Dude, yeah, so like Kayliana was talking about Halsey the other day and saying how, oh, Halsey's been getting upset because the record labor the record label won't let her release new music and she just wants to release music she's making. Right. And I was like, yeah, well, that's what happens that's how it is. when you sign a deal with a record label. For sure. And if you make an agreement that says, you know, you can only release songs that are approved by us when we say, when we want yeah. to release it, you yeah. know, uh, that's just the deal you make. Straight up. <clears throat> I guess it's almost the price you pay for even like fortune and fame in a sense where it's like, okay, yeah, Halsey could have been making her own music and be like, a, put her music on YouTube by herself. Right. But with the record label, if they want to push you, they're going to give put a lot of money into your music videos, 
production, promotion. They're going to contact Jimmy Kimmel and get you on The Tonight Show or Jimmy Fallon or whatever and get you performing right. at the AMAs mm-hmm. or whatever. For sure. Like, that's... I think that's just what the Hollywood industry can provide for you. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> look at like Billie Eilish and oh, Olivia Rodrigo, mm-hmm. or whatever her name is. Like, I mean, of course, they're both like talented and probably have been working forever, but just with having a label behind you, I'm not sure. I think, does Billie Eilish have a label? Or is it just her own label? I mean, like that's or is she on a label? Pretty sure, like her family, they were like a Hollywood family, Los Angeles family, right? And her brother is like, I don't know if he was only producing for her at first, but they definitely seem to have like those connections for sure. That um, almost from the. I don't know, dude. Billie Eilish is one that kind of freaks me out. Where I'm like, actually, I think her connections are with Satine. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, uh, what's that song? Um, something about the good girls or the bad girls or something. Mm, I don't know. What? Um, it's like. What kind of song is it? Uh, it's like, it's like a Billie Eilish song before she started like showing off her tits. Oh, good girls go to hell for a second. I forgot who we're talking about. (laughs) My bad. I was like, I thought you were just thinking of a song. Yeah. So check Um, it. Um, Dude. Yeah. She's a trip. Yeah. So her song, good girls go to hell. Right. Have you seen the music video? At all? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where she like falls from the heavens into a pit of tar. Yep. And at the very beginning of it. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) At the beginning of it, she says something like, oh, my sweet Lucifer or something. For sure. And then in an interview, they're asking her about it. And she's like, that song has nothing to do with the devil. Right. I'm like, what? If people believe you, then they are just ignorant or something. Because it's pretty obvious to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I mean, uh, I need to rewatch that because <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Wait, what? Maybe I only seen a, a piece of it. Oh, here I'll show you just the beginning of it. I'm gonna not, uh, like play the music because I'm sure Universal Music Group will like shut me down on that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just show you the beginning of it. Oh, so she is on a label. Oh yeah, for sure. And that too with the injection, yeah, dude. stuff. Oh my but, god! You know what? A lot of this shit is just like 
the directors will come up with this shit. Oh, for sure. But I mean, like, I, I would actually, I would imagine she has <clears throat> like a lot of say. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's one of those things. One of those things, like, I guess that's the Hollywood conspiracy that people have is where they're like, um, when you make this deal or become a star with them, like some people will say they actually will have like that they'll like have these cast spells so that they'll like bring other spirits into you to like work through you or something, you know? Dang. But yeah, I mean basically <clears throat> Oh yeah. Lucifer falling from the heavens <clears throat> into you know the pit. I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. All the good girls go to hell. Yeah, and you know, it's definitely you know, she definitely has that kind of like whatever um kind of demonic looking shit going on. I mean not anymore. Not anymore. Uh but at the beginning Oh no, I know for sure. Whatever that one song. I mean, in a way, though, go up, scroll up. Oh, what? Uh, oh, no, you're good. Never mind. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, the siren. She's, that's the whole point of a siren is just to lure you. And, you know, but it's like a succubus. Oh, what they say about this one, bury a friend, is the conspiracy is that... That's supposed to be like XXX Tentacion. So some people say that she like sacrificed him or something, you know? Or because she made this before he died. Yeah. Fuck. But, you know, people on the internet, they'll definitely dig into it and pull all their own oh, stuff yeah. out of it. But this one, I'm like, yo, dude, that is so creepy. Dude, the craziest one to me is where she's like leaking liquid out of her eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, this one. Yeah, dude, that shit is so cool looking. Like it looks real. Yeah, and so people will say there's like symbolism behind that too, like the oh, black, for sure. the black goo or something. Even the white cube, probably. Dude, for sure. I love all that stuff where it's um. Like, if you're not putting that kind of stuff into your art, you know, if you're not trying to be, like, really deep with it, yep. you can still make something interesting, but... Or I think it even also has a way of, like, even if you're not trying to put symbolism in it, that it still is symbolic or something. For sure. Mm-hmm. I got to get to the... Well, like you said, like people just derive their own meaning, you know? Yeah, interpretation. I guess that's what art is all about. Yeah. Um, where is it? Okay, yeah. I don't even know how they did this. Some pretty good after effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think what they did was something like like they had tubes on her face no it's 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 cgi the whole thing is 
Yeah, for sure. Not her, but the liquid. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Let me check. Because I oh. thought I seen a... Um... Uh, how they did it or something. Well, that's what I thought was so crazy about it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so they just CGI'd out the tubes. That makes more sense. Dude, I'm trying to get into... Oh, what? my God. Oh, I see. So they had it coming from above. Right. That's way easier. I'm talking about CGI and all the fucking... Well, they'll do that too. <clears throat> well, they definitely do do that in movies. They can like CGI a tear coming down your face, you know, or, or blood. They right. do that quite a bit. I want to see it actually. They have it running. What it looks like. I want to get more into that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Or like the makeup stuff. Practical effects. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can really see it now, but... You know, that other one, though, where she's like... That one, um, bury a friend, where she's mm -hmm. floating around like she's possessed and stuff. Right. I'm like, dude, uh... I don't know how they do all this stuff, but probably that CGI. I don't. I've always wondered how you take stuff out, like mm -hmm. the wires, <clears throat> but then it still has like the background good, you know. Um, I think you literally have to mask it out frame by frame. I'm pretty sure. There's there's this YouTube channel. It's the Corridor Crew. They're called. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like a bunch of CGI type shit, but it's pretty cool. Like they're different videos and shit, you know, I'm going to check but, that out. Yeah. I mean, just shit like that. Like I would have never known that they CGI tears or some shit, you know? Yeah. They're like, we need that one tier. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't cry. Oh, so they'll go back and like take the stuff out? Um, with like wires and shit or like with those tubes. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I would subscribe. It's a good channel. I will subscribe. And they actually do have like a couple movies that they've they done made? you know oh. yeah and they're not bad i think i watched one or two i'll check them out yeah yeah it's dope stuff dude i am super into that i want to get better at all that for making videos have you ever <clears throat> done any cgi stuff no no um i mean after effects isn't really like it's kind of like that like i would like to get good at after effects you know i would too i haven't really used it enough right um well, what i will do is use like 
this is basically the extent of my, you know, I'll just type in like green screen spaceship or something on um, YouTube. Right. And, you know, you can find all these things that I'll upload into like a video program and mm -hmm. just chroma key out the green. green screen. So you could like superimpose it. Um, so I could put like, oh, yo, there's a spaceship flying through the air. And it's just like a really easy edit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or That's, um, <laughs> that's pretty smart. Dude. Yeah, dude. And I never would have <clears throat> never would have done that. Dude, I've used it for so many different things. Or if you're just like, well, I need an explosion. I think I've, you've probably used that exact one in, in a video. Yeah. Like the one where I had an asteroid coming down that hit the highway <clears throat> for us. Mm -hmm. I was just yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun stuff. I have a green screen mm -hmm. I'll put up so I could superimpose myself into like Alice in Wonderland or something, you know. Um they have if you have a green screen, there's like you can do that in Zoom, I guess. Oh. So you can make your background whatever you want. Well, I am meaning to get a chair green screen. You know the one you hook on a chair? So your chair doesn't show up? Uh yeah or, um, so so it just is behind you yeah like uh, i'll show you these things are i think gamers use them a lot oh like gaming yeah, that's, channels that's perfect that's all you need like that um, wow because that would work and it just folds up into a little ball yeah, and it covers the actual back of your chair. Right. So, and it's I'm trying cool. to get my son, you know, get the gaming channel popping. Because I'm like, dude, I want you to be able to make money playing video games. Dude, my my nephew is like pretty, pretty damn good at like Fortnite or any like shooter game, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've been telling him forever. I'm like, dude, you can make money off of this. Like, just get a capture card and just make an account, you know, start streaming. Yeah. Twitch <laughs> uh, streaming? Mm-hmm. You got a cough? You've been feeling it? Um, It's not a cough. I just, my, I don't know. I'm having to clear my throat. Oh, you Maybe swap. I should grab some tea real quick. Grab some tea. I'm, right. I'm back. You're back. I got my tea. You got your tea. You took a little tea. Time out. What kind of tea are you drinking? Tea. It's strawberry or uh, some fruity shit. Some fruity it's like stuff. Cherry berry type shit. Nice. Is it supposed to like have an effect on you? Like there'll be like sleepy time. I think it's just tea. Probably got a little caffeine in it. Hmm. Yeah, dude, this kombucha is lemon-lime. Mm -hmm. Tastes pretty much like, I don't know, like 7-Up. For sure. Or it does taste like, dude, it's always weird when I'll have these drinks that taste just like a White Claw. Right. 
And sometimes I get freaked out not drinking alcohol. I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Did I just drink alcohol? Dude, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I had a dream last night, bro. What were you going to say? Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking. Dude, I had a dream last night that I was like with one of my homies, one of my cousins. And I was like going to buy drugs from him in my dream. Right. And I was like, it was like LSD on yeah. some, on some like, uh, like gummies or something. Right. And I was like, uh, if I eat this, is it going to be considered a relapse? And he's like, I don't know. That's a, maybe it is a drug, but it's not very strong. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I don't know what to think of this. Hot. So, but that is something I've been tripping on where I was like, man, I do get those like cravings for a psychedelic experience. Mm -hmm. But I've been thinking, I was like, you know, maybe I should just listen to like some of those like binaural beats or isochronic tones that are like meditate on this to go into a, a psychedelic state of mind. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that shit's cool, dude. You can, you can get to vibing, for sure. Yeah, I don't do that enough. It seems like most of the time I would do that type of stuff. If I'm working out regularly, which I'm trying to be better at, mm -hmm. I'll do a little meditation too. Like, like if I wake up in the morning, what I need to do is I'll like wake up do some push-ups mm -hmm. and even like a little bit of yoga right? and maybe some sit-ups and a little quick meditation. You know, like I've been, I've been thinking about like kind of how to design the, like the perfect day, you know, mm. just getting like, just doing everything that you can, you know, like, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think we were talking about it before, um, about like planning your day out the night before, mm -hmm. you know, just like scheduling kind of like hour by hour, what you're going to be doing, you know? Um, yeah. And when I, when I was doing that, like it would be like, I, I would wake up, drink some water, um, do like 15 minutes of yoga, I think. And then <clears throat> have some breakfast. And I would like specifically like not have coffee until I did all that shit, you know? Mm. And I, I would even be like, shit, like, you know, don't hit the vape until after breakfast. And, and then like, you know, whatever workout after the yoga, and then, yeah, um, but it, it, it was working out super good, dude. Like, uh, I was like, I was super fit, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get fit and I'm trying to bulk up. Right. My waist, I've been losing weight around my waist, which I've been trying to figure out. You know, because I like would get into some of my old pairs of pants. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> Well, dude, dude, I don't fit these. 
I can tell you what's what's worked for me, honestly, is just like some keto type shit. And it doesn't even have to be like real strict. But if you just stay, if you just make it a rule to just stay away from certain things, you will 100% for sure lose body fat. For example? So bread, pasta, any like processed like wheat, gluten, grains, type shit um high high just carbohydrates staying away from carbs so Mm -hmm. like if 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 you start looking at it it's pretty crazy because it's fucking everything dude everything has sugar in it and carbs like the the majority of the american diet basically is just carbs you know Mm -hmm. and I mean, to me, the, the way I <clears throat> reason it is uh, it's just so easy to consume more calories when you're eating carbs because, you know, like a cookie, like sugar, sugar is a carb. So like a cookie has just in that one little biscuit of food, you know, is like uh, a lot more calories than say if that was like a chunk of meat or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot if you're only eating kind of just like meat and cheese and fat you basically got to get majority of your calories because if you're not getting it from carbs you got to get it from meat and fat you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah dude like honestly if you just stay away from the carbs and eat a shit ton i mean you can't really overeat on that shit that's that's what's what that that's what's good about it to me is because like I'll just eat whatever I want as long as it's like those certain things, you know, Mm. I'm going to train, I'm going to work on changing up my diet because I have done that in the past. Like I would, I was vegetarian for like eight months. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly recommend people like as far as that type of shit goes, like the carb cutting type shit, like, like, like I'm not strict about it. And like, I don't think, anyone should be really strict about it um for like extended periods of time like because some people will be trying to do that shit for like years and i don't think it's super good for you you know Mm -hmm. it's like your your body does need carbs like there's a reason why we crave carbs you know like our body runs on that shit Mm -hmm. um but when you just start looking at how where all these carbs are coming from you're just like damn like sandwich just because it has those two pieces of bread on it is like fucking 60 extra carbs or something you know grams right you know? so just just paying attention to that shit i think is like a really good step because tortilla most wrap it exactly well even that even that like i will fucking i'll just do bunless like a bunless burger you know two pieces of lettuce <laughs> straight up dude it's fucking bomb and like afterwards like, cause every once in a while still, I'll, I'll, you know, I had a sandwich for lunch the other day, but I could just feel it afterwards. It's like stuck inside me, you know, mm-hmm. like when you're, when you're eating, when you're not, not eating that stuff, it just feels like that's what your body was meant to eat. You know, it's just yeah. easier to digest. Dude, when I was <laughs> eating like salads, I pretty much like purely ate salads mm-hmm. and I would pretty much eat like taco salads with no meat um right it was just like and i should have been eating other 
Or I would just, dude, when I just fry up vegetables, like, or on the skillet or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That was so good. Just being like, for sure. A bunch of green vegetables. I throw some like potatoes in there, onions. Dude, I love vegetables. Oh, dude. It was so good. And my body felt like so much lighter, like walking around. You know, when you eat like a big burger. Exactly. Yep. And it's just like, whoa, dude. I well, like see, go back to work and I'm like, fuck, I'm moving slow, man. I mean, meat, I guess everyone is different because meat really doesn't like slow me down like that. I do love meat though, too. I've just had is, to change. Is that what you're up. talking about? Or are you talking about just like a whole ass burger? Well, I mean, it depends. Because you know? that's, that's what I was going to say. Like if you eat the burger without the bun, it's like to me at least it doesn't have that effect like i could just be on my way up to that yeah and see before i was trying the whole like not eating the meat i think it was the acid getting to my head right and uh <laughs> you know down the rabbit hole of like all these hippies on the internet like you know it's like i couldn't just eat a burger cuz i would think about like all the cows and the slaughterhouses and like the, the idea of like, oh, they're traumatized, and then the trauma passes into the burger that you eat, and then it passes into you, mm-hmm. and it like lowers your vibration. I mean, it could be something to that, dude. For sure. So that's why I think there's probably a, a big difference between that and like hunting an elk. I mean, also, <clears throat> maybe that's why like really, really rich people are just like forever young because they, you know, they're not eating, they're only eating like the best food. They're not like, they're only eating babies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they've never like just been, they've just been only hugged their whole lives and sang to and cuddled. Oh yeah. Dude. <clears throat> I was, uh, doing like an app on my phone for like photo editing. Mm-hmm. And one of them was called adrenochrome. What? Yeah, and I've came across like a font on the internet that I'd use sometimes called Adrenochrome. Right, I can see that. And I'm like, it's not as so secret as other people think it is, and it's, um, I don't even know if it's that taboo anymore, really. What? Just Adrenochrome. Like, talking about it? Or doing it? eating it. well what do you, doing what do you do is probably it? taboo <laughs> what do you do with it do you eat it you you could eat it or drink it um or it's created like in your body you know right like so okay one thing i i've heard is that epipens you know epipens mm-hmm. right epinephrine epinephrine that when they expire they turn into some sort of like adrenochrome type substance what the fuck? Yeah. So in the movie Crank 2, I think. You know Crank? Um, yeah. Where he's like, I need the adrenaline, otherwise my heart's going to stop beating. Right. Um, he needs to, he's like trying to get this drug from the place, and they're like, well, no, we won't, we can't have that, or give it to you, or we're running out. So he just goes and grabs like a bunch of EpiPens. Yeah. And just like, does all that but yeah so i don't know if it's uh 
it is what it is, really. I would think that the savages from the ancient days, you know, would probably do that too. And they're like, dude, we just slayed our enemies. Now we must eat their heart. Dude, fucking not even back in the day. There was that one dude. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer? No, Gen- oh. General Butt Naked. What? Was. Yeah. That was, it was from like one of the very, it was before Vice was like Vice, before it was like a big ass TV channel and shit. Um, they were out there doing like crazy immersive documentaries. They went to fucking Liberia and shit. And there's this dude, General Butt Naked. All right, I got to pull him up. Yup. Dude, that shit is crazy. That whole story. This guy? Um, yeah, sorry. What, is yep. somebody knocking at your door? No, they're nailing some shit. Oh, somebody's um, getting nailed? <laughs> yeah, he was like a warlord, and he would run around naked killing people, and they would do that shit. They would fucking cut people open and eat their hearts and shit. Yeah, dude. Um, What is it? Uh, Clockwork Orange... You remember Clockwork Orange, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're doing in it at that place. Oh, remember? What? Yeah, you can see it back on the wall. It says no adrenochrome shit. right there. Dude, what? Yeah, Crazy. so they they would go to this bar that was like milk infused with adrenochrome. Right. And then they would go like uh on the raping killing spree that's nuts and then that's why they're like dude you're a bad boy we gotta send you to the the clinic to get your mind altered yep uh yeah and of course everybody just knows it from fear and loathing right even one of my homies i was playing music with for a while when of course i would bring it up and be like yo dude it's a real thing and he's like no, it's not. People probably just heard about it in Fear and Loathing and they just like thought it was real. Well, at the at the risk of spreading misinformation, um, I heard on a podcast that it was like confirmed that um, we actually do produce DMT in our pineal glands. Because mm-hmm. before it was just a theory, you know, people just um but yeah dude so like if we can do that i mean just think like it wouldn't be that crazy if something like that existed you know dude for real Uh, yeah and it's to me i'm like dude we are the most like the human body is one of the craziest chemical plants (laughs) chemical producing things in the world right oh yeah i thought you meant like dude yeah i was just thinking some shit like that earlier yeah dude one of my friends uh it's true you know he wanted to make a movie about basically a rave that like the reptilians come to like eat the pineal gland of the humans because that's like the drug for them right it's like oh we're gonna you know harvest their dmt but um yeah dude i i believe that with the uh pineal gland because I don't know. They say that it releases 
like when you're born or die near death experience or just in like a deep sleep. Yep. And well, in the Bible, I'm, I've probably talked about this in the book of Jacob or not the book of Jacob, but the story of Jacob. I got really into it because my name is Jacob. Right. When he, he's like a deceiver. He comes from like a family of liars. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know. Sucks. Um, but basically he goes at some point to like, he wrestles an angel. Right. And won't give up until like God gives him a miracle. And basically after that, he's like, you know, like you're no longer Jacob. You're now a man of God and your name is Israel now. But he says something like, Jacob came to a place where he found God, and he called that place Pineal. What? Yeah. The fuck? So, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, the Pineal gland is kind of our, almost like our access or connection to whatever, the God or the universe or... Dude whatever I feel that for sure and then I'm like maybe that's why the man's trying to <clears throat> calcify it and shut it down or whatever you know well that's kind of what's trippy about like the bible and shit too is what if it really was just a bunch of shit like that but it was like all like just riddles and shit you know because if you take it all like at surface level um, which a lot of people do, you know, like if you really think Jesus died and three days later, he came out of a rock. Right. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> but if it's like you, you, like you were talking about earlier in the music videos, like the symbolism, you know, um, there's, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> I've never done it, but there are, it is a thing people study you know, biblical texts to kind of like figure out what the fuck they're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, well, that is another one that I've heard about. And you'll hear like even Jim Carrey talk about it. But mm -hmm. it's basically they'll talk about like the uh, the story of like Christ born and resurrection as another thing that happens in our body. Right. It's I think from like maybe the pituitary gland, um, but it releases this stuff called the claustrum, or no, mm -hmm. the claustrum secretes an oil once a month in the body. Ancients called Christos. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's basically this weird process <clears throat> that symbolizes like Santa Claus going down the chimney. And um, basically, because they say something about like our 33 vertebrae and, you know, Christ being born and then coming back up. And then like the crucifixion is supposed to be something up in our like, I don't know, like our chest and Solar shoulder plexus. Blades. Yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly, but I... I I believe it. I believe there's something. It even says right there, the birth oh. of Jesus in Bethlehem, solar plexus. 
Dude. Weird. Yeah, dude. And so I think it's something that everybody, you know, if they're interested in that stuff, they have to, like, look into it themselves. Um, I just love that this shit exists. Dude, and even the uh, stuff of, like, when they talk about the MKUltra, like, monarch brain programming or whatever. Mm -hmm. Where they're like, oh, that all has to do with how your brain hemispheres look like a butterfly. Right. So, yeah, all that stuff is really interesting. Um, And even the... They say there's something about the North Pole and the brain. Oh, whoops. Where they're like, all the reindeer are represented by, like, all these different things in our brain. Um, but I'm probably just going to find some weird stuff on here. But yeah, I don't know. I'm fascinated with all that stuff. For sure. About how it's, um, just the stuff that exists out there might be in the books, how it really might be something that's in the brain or body just turned into some, like you say, story about giants and angels or I don't know. Right. Dude, yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone loves a good story, you know. I think they need a new Bible. Like, they need to rewrite that shit one more time. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. And that's it. Like, we get it. But just something that's like readable for some people, you know. <clears throat> Dude, I've been reading it a bit, you know, because I've never really fully read it. Maybe I'm just like talking out of my asshole because I've never really sat down and tried to read it. I'm going to read it, the whole thing. And I want to read the Book of Enoch and mm-hmm. the Dead Sea Scrolls stuff just because I'm like, dude, these. what I've realized, dude, is there's so much cool stuff in there that sounds like heavy metal band names dude, or yeah. rock and roll songs. Like I've seen the words Avenge Sevenfold in there. No way. Yeah. And I'm like, is this where they so, got the name? <laughs> That's pretty dope. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty inspirational. And sometimes I'm yeah. like, I don't really, I'm not following. But it's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it, I think when people take it super serious, you know, when people are like, fuck the Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They probably don't know anything about it. And right. they might just think something like God isn't real or whatever. I'm like, yo, even if you don't believe God is real, it's still like a kind of an interesting book. You know? I mean, it's like the most famous book in the world. <laughs> most definitely. And for them to be like. Or one of. It's probably the most. I think it might be the most printed book in the world. I mean, it's everywhere. It's in the jails. It's in like motel rooms mm-hmm. most of the time. I don't right. know if it was in LA. They had the Bhagavad Gita. Yep. Um, we were we were in fucking Little Armenia. Oh yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It was a mm-hmm. good time out there. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, I was thinking about it again today, where I was like, I can't wait to go back there. For sure. I'm stoked to go back, dude. 
I'd like to go check out Denver, Colorado, though. Again, I want to just go to the airport. <laughs> yeah. Just, just fly cause... there and hang out at the airport and fly back. Yeah, dude. Or, you know, if I was flying somewhere else and I had a layover in the airport. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of interesting things in that airport. Right. For sure. Dude, you know, were we talking about that Lucifer horse there? Mm-hmm. And how the creator got, like, killed by it? Um, yeah. <clears throat> you were saying. Poor guy. No shit. It's like your own creation has turned against you. Dude, speaking of that, have you ever watched Love, Death, and Robots? No. I love it. I've just recently started watching it. It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's like an animated series that doesn't really follow like a... You know, there are a bunch of different short stories. Right. Really cool. I think you'd like it. It gets kind of graphic. Yep. I've come across it. Just never checked it out. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's awesome. Uh, some of them are just like five minutes, but cool animations. There'll be different animations. Some are like hand drawn style, some are computer. Mm hmm. Dude, I'm stoked to see what someone can come up with for a little intro animation. Dude, me too. What, am... what should it be like? Like, I don't know, like some, I think it would be definitely cool to have some crossroads stuff in it, you know? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking more like, like stylistically what. Anime would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm working on an anime type drawing, a uh, type cartoon right now. I don't want to do um, it myself though the right. uh, other job what other ideas do you got for like animation styles um i don't know dude i i haven't really thought about it well check it out like this is fiverr right mm -hmm. um <clears throat> i just gotta find ones that are cool and affordable right um so i mean i was thinking keep it super simple because mm -hmm. if it's going to be an animation like i don't know that that audio clip is like 30 seconds or some shit i think for the intro right so we're gonna pay someone for 30 seconds of animation and you know can't go too crazy with it yeah like i don't know um i think it'd be dope to have some shit yeah that'd be like kind of bad but on purpose whoops like i don't some... know like simple stuff like how the joe rogan is almost like just a spinning head or even just you know um, maybe some of those just like a hand-drawn animation that's kind of sloppy, but it's like creative, you know, something that can fill up 30 seconds, but it's not going to take a lot of time for someone to make, you know, but it's still cool. We could always do it ourselves too, but right. it would be, I always like the surprise. 
of For what sure. somebody else makes. But these are pretty dope. Dude, fuck yeah. I like this shit a lot. So, let's see, for example. <laughs> we got a joint smoking a blunt. Or a blunt smoking a blunt. 40 bucks. Let's see. A basic. Three seconds. Oh, four second runtime. So, see, yeah. What is it, 10 second? Yeah. But he, that's what I'm saying. Like, he puts in a lot of work to that. Yeah, um, but there's all sorts of different ones. And I guess it depends on, you know, kind of what we want. Yeah. I mean, that's why we could possibly do something ourselves. Right. Um, because I do have the animation program. And even if you had um, some drawing styles you want to draw up, I even, I even want to do some stuff where it's like actually a hand-drawn you know well maybe we should do something that is like just like a splash screen you know while it's just like kind of like a the joe rogan one just some floating animation or something you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i want to then, come up with a different logo for the podcast yeah or an actual logo we don't it doesn't really have a logo right now right uh, yeah, dude. I mean, that would be easy for us to make. Yeah, for sure. Um, I could even try to maybe come up with a couple ideas this weekend. I have Monday off, so. Yeah, I took Monday off, too. You doing anything special at all? No, I got no plans. Yeah, we're just going to be chilling. Uh, it always seems to be, like, super rainy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sure. angels are crying. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty rainy here too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to summer. My birthday's coming up here soon. But your birthday's in June too, isn't it? No, July. July. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, get this. Uh, was at the dispensary the other day, mm-hmm. and dude was ringing me up and. He's like, hey, your uh, middle name is my first name. I was like, oh, cool. I was like, uh, my my first name is a lot of people's middle name. And he's like, your first name is my middle name. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wait, what? His, yeah, his name was Perry James. My name is James Perry. <laughs> and then he was like, hold on asked, a sec. Wait, wait, what? Your middle name is Perry? Yeah. His name is Perry James? Yeah. And James Perry. What the fuck? I know. That's a glitch in the Matrix. No. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. And then I was like, he was asking, he was like, what's your date of birth? And I told him, and he's like, hey, that's my brother's birthday or some shit like that. Dude. <laughs> like, bro. Dude, life is so weird. It was a trip. Like, I've been noticing stuff like that a lot. Of recently, like I'll notice those little coincidences, like even some weird stuff where the other day, like my alarm went off. Mm-hmm. I think it went off at eleven eleven. Like I had it set at that because. Oh, call it. So yeah, I was saying my alarm clock went off at eleven eleven. Right. I had an appointment. 
I had to leave at like eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it. Plus, I was like, hey, 11, 11, you know. But it was interesting because right when that happened, you know, I, I open up my phone and it says alarm. And it was just right at the same moment that my, like, the song on the radio, the singer said alarm. Oh, yeah. Like, right when I looked at it. Right. I'm always just like, dude, that is just weird when things happen like that. That, that one happens to me a lot where I'll be either like reading a word and, and someone says it at the same time. Um, it's, it's usually that because like usually I'll be reading something on my phone and then the TV will be playing uh-huh. or someone, someone will be talking, you know? Um, but I hear some weird ones, dude. Like I was listening to a podcast or some music or something. And then the radio was playing at work and like literally at the exact same time, the radio and my earbuds, they both said wait at the same time. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah, I noticed that one a lot. Dude, one time we were working. I don't know how this happened. It was really weird. But like there was like one, we were working on like a commercial building. It was like a, at the fort here, a government building. And we had our radio blasting. And like our own music, like some mud vein or something. Mm-hmm. And then a whole other crew had their music blasting. And coincidentally, it happened to be the same song. Right. But like one or two seconds apart. Right. So, and we it like kept. An echo. It was like echoing. So we kept working for like five minutes and nobody. Like, nobody's talking. We're just, like, working, working. And then finally, one of the homies is like, I can't fucking stand this anymore. Just yeah. shuts ours off. <laughs> right. And For real. it was just weird. But... Yeah, I mean, those little things are cool because you're like, like, dude, did you notice that? Like, you know, some, sometimes you're by yourself or you're with other people and you're just like, dude, nobody's seen that shit or, you know yeah dude i don't know speaking about weird things you were wanting to talk about like weird gear yeah so we were talking about thinking of like what we could possibly cut out for like clips or just even having um things planned out that we were going to talk about you know yeah little segments Um, mm -hmm. and i just figured you know since we're both like into gear and whatever's like new gear or just some weird shit you know i think weird gear just sounds like a segment you know so (laughs) it does you said you've seen a rad guitar at the pawn shop um yeah it wasn't weird it was rad as fuck dude it was it was a well so i went out looking for a fucking stand for my mic right Mm -hmm. but there's this one pawn shop that's like just out of the way and you can't even really notice it but they got some fucking nice gear in there, dude. Like this, this, uh, strat was, I think 800 bucks mm. fucking made in Japan had like the pearl pit guard fucking just clean oh. dude, dude. Yeah. Um, but they had other guitars in there for like 1500 and shit. And, but the oh, shit ton of gear, dude. Um, I didn't get anything from there, but I went to a different 
pawn shop and I found this little, so you know that Tascam recorder that, uh, was that you that had that or Cody? We both had one. His was blue and mine was gray. <clears throat> so did that, that recorded on the cassettes or what? Or was it CD? I don't know. I don't think it even recorded onto any. I don't even know what that thing was called. Oh, it was like digital. You had to like connect it to a computer to get the file off it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, pull that shit up. Um, and then I'll show you the one that I found. Oh, yeah, dude. I got to find the old OG one. Dude, I woke up one day when I was living at Shana's. And so those is, are like, wait. that one's newer. I had like an older one. It was probably. I think it was it the Porta Studio. That was, that what it was Cody's. There Cody it is. Had like this one. Oh, right. Yeah, Dude. I'm pretty sure. And then I, I had one <laughs> like that. Like 150 one. bucks. That's not bad at all. Dude, so yeah, I woke up one day. This was the one I had. Right. 100 bucks. I'll buy it again. Um, dude, and that's where I started recording. Well, I mean, I would start on like earlier crap, but yeah. I woke up one day and there was water all over it. Yep. I may have spilt it myself while I was asleep. Dang. Or ghost did it and the devil was trying to sabotage my amazing work. <laughs> yeah. But you were still it's a bummer. Um, oh, yeah, so I just found one. It wasn't that one. It was way older. Check this shit out. It records onto a tape. Whoa. Yeah. Dude. Um, yeah, so I guess only <clears throat> it says on the box, it says as is. And only two of these inputs work, apparently. Hmm. But I just think it would be fucking dope to run an output from my interface, record it onto some tape, mm -hmm. and then run it back into the studio. Dude, for real. So give it that like actual tape. How much was it? Um, I, I put it on hold. I think they're selling it for one twenty-five. Oh really? Yeah. How much is it like new? Well, I think on the box it said 500. Holy shnikes. But that, that was back in the day, dude. <clears throat> like, if you Google it right now, um, how much let's, do you think it let's, is? Well, let's see what's it called. Porta Mini Studio 05. Yeah, I have like a one my wife found at the dump. But it's just like. You know, the old school, like, single one. So, this one is selling for <clears throat> 250 Dang, man. Apparently, it's still worth some good money. Dude, I'm thinking I might be able to fix it. Because this one doesn't... It looks pretty dirty. And, like, a lot of the time, you just open it up and clean that shit out. Might yeah, start they got, working like, a again. piece of... Like a dust bunny in there, or just like just a little bit of corrosion. Like I, <clears throat> I'll get into these weird like YouTube rabbit holes, and I'll just like watch that specific thing for a minute, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was like refurbishing like electronics and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on some like ASMR shit. Like they don't even talk. They just like have this dirty ass Game Boy and take it apart and scrub it and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing I learned is with like um, pretty much any electronic, you can you can clean it with isopropyl alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, so like this thing, you open it up, take a toothbrush, basically fucking douse it with the isopropyl and just scrub the whole uh, circuitry, you know. So any corrosion, like, you know, you could scrub that shit out and it it just evaporates, you know, so it doesn't affect the electronics. Oh, I, yeah. Dude, if you get that so, thing, to I'm give it, it like that real more authentic sound, you're talking like the... Dude, I just want that in my studio. That thing is cool looking. <laughs> right? But yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like say I just um, come up with some piano run it out into this thing and record it onto the tape and then plug like whatever the into the headphone or the yeah i guess that's what it would be it probably has um, an out on it to go somewhere like you could loop it back into your mm-hmm. computer yeah dude yeah yeah i'll show you this one i found kaylee on a pound at the dump let's check it Oh yeah, I think he showed me this. Probably, I it, can't even get it. it, show it won't up. show it. It's because it doesn't have a face. There you go. Yeah. But Dude. yeah, it's just. Uh... It don't work. No, it works. I well, I don't even know if I've used oh. it yet. But right. It works. Yeah, it does because it was brand new in the box with all the plastic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, like, I've always wanted to record on the tape. <laughs> I mean, I think, cause I, w- I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, I could just go to Walmart and buy a little tape player and do the same thing. Um, that thing looks cooler. Like you can do more with it. Well, that thing, it actually has like different tracks. If it was working fully, it would have four tracks with a quarter inch inputs Um, And then it's got different, like, pitch control and fucking uh, filters and shit. EQ type shit. But I'm thinking maybe I should try to use it before I clean it. Just in case, like, if I clean it and then it, like, cleans up the sound too, you know? Yeah, that's mainly what I was thinking of doing with it was be like, yo, I'm going to record some, like, blues guitar and Dude. with a shitty microphone and then use that as a sample yep. or something or even just record you know uh demo stuff on it and mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i have a rc20 it's called it's a plug-in in in fruity loops oh uh retro color mm-hmm. so it has di- different like there's like vinyl and tape and vhs um just makes the sound old and degraded you know it's dope dude wait is it like an extra plugin you gotta download or buy yeah you gotta buy it i think it's i think it's like a hundred bucks but i got it on sale for like 
15 bucks, I think, 20 bucks, which is Nike from Fruity Loop site. No, it's it's its own thing. Um, here, let, let me do a little screen share. Yeah, for sure. I found out about it through Kenny Beats. And it's probably like my favorite as far as just like effects. It's probably like my favorite. I use it on everything. Dude. Yeah, this is definitely not on sale right now. I don't think. That stuff's important though. Dude, yeah. I love it, man. Like, I, because there, there is ways to do this shit um, just with a bunch of different plugins, you know? Well, it's a lot easier to just have one designed for it. Right. For sure. It is like the presets are dope. Even just, um, even if you just turn up, what is it? The wobble. Like that's like, you ever watch some like really, really old movies and the music kind of sounds like it's just going like in and out of tune, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it really gives it, you can definitely overdo it, but it, it gives it that, that vibe. Like it's so did you easy use to that make on the sound up. Crossroads intro. Um, I'm sure I did. Yeah, I used it on a bunch of shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. For sure. It just makes shit sound old like it came from a, you know, cassette or vinyl. I love that. You know, when I was doing that Afroman project, we were down in the like basement of the Eagles and I just brought my studio gear to there. I was like, yo, I guess we're going to record your vocals right here. Right. And... I was like, it might not sound the best because of the environment, but, you know, it is what it is. And he's yep. like, oh, man, it's cool. Like, a lot of people, they'll try to recreate that sound that's, like, not good anyways right. nowadays. Like, they'll take a really clear, good recording and just, like you say, with the RC20, like, mm -hmm. let's make it sound grainier. Yeah. Or whatever. And, you know... That's again when I was like, you know, I just gotta love the art for what it is. Like when I hear a, you know, Nirvana demo, yep. I'm like, dude, I love this. It sounds like shit. Right. But that's what I love about it, you know? Yeah, dude. It's, there's, <clears throat> I don't, I don't really like to think of it as like two separate schools of thought because, um, I like, I do agree with that. Like I see that all the time. Like I'll, even with my own shit, like I'll try to recreate a take I did with something, you know, and it's like fucking impossible, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that is the importance of like, while you're in it and while you are producing to like, like comp it as much as you can, just do as many takes as you can. That way you can like pick the best takes, you know, because mm -hmm. um, I do think like there is something to that, like making something quick and kind of getting it like the majority of it out while you're in it and making it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, dude, like some people, they don't. I. I can't even think of anyone specifically, but like they just don't want to take time with shit, you know, like, cause I'm, I'm constantly like, 
thinking of like how I could be better, you know, like I want to be better. I want to get better. I want to learn more things. And like, I want to continue to do that, you know, Yeah, Um, taking your time is important with that. yeah. And just like, you know, I just want to work with other people that are like, they want that shit too, you know, trying to take it to the next level, but with recording, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking the fucking thousand takes, you know, like until you get the one that you want, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, that is something I've realized that like I've been, I finally feeling like one, I've been trying to crank out one good song for a bit, for a bit now Mm -hmm. and just being like, ah, oh, I gotta come up with like a, a good unique riff, right but something like, traditional chords mixed with unique you know or playing with them a little differently mm -hmm. and so i'm like finally like okay i think i'm starting to catch on to something here um but even the process of like writing you know like writing lyrics because you know in the past i was doing especially when i was drinking and drugging i would just crank stuff out Yeah. Crank it out, crank it out. And I, a lot of times I like freestyle stuff too. Mm -hmm. Freestyling guitar solos all the time, freestyling lyrics. Yep. And I still like to keep that part of me, you know, keep the freestyle mojo pumping, but Right. there's nothing like writing a good Mm hmm riff and especially a good guitar solo. Yep. And the right lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. Like, honestly, yeah, it's a whole different feeling of, of really like building an idea. Like you may not even know where you're, where you're going to go in the very beginning, you know, but if you just keep building it and keep building it and like put more love into it, you know, like, I don't even really think about it as time. Cause like it sometimes it's longer. Sometimes it, it's faster, you know, but um, just the more like, more you put into it um i think it just you have to practice that too like just the idea of that because that's kind of what i was getting at is a lot of people don't think of it beyond like okay we did this we recorded that so that's it and then i'm gonna put the vocals on it okay i did it that's it and that's the song like we're done right it's like well no dude like you could you could re-record that whole verse like it could be better you know you know like I mean, how often is it that someone does a one take and it's just fucking sick as fuck, you know, like sometimes you got to do it a few times, you know, and same with, like you're saying, com coming up with the riff, you know, maybe you have to sit on it for a couple of days or like, but just you're, you're building it, you know, like it's not, it doesn't always have to be, I mean, quickies are dope too, because like I said, it's a whole different feeling, you know, like th those can, they both can be equally dope but Mhm. Right. i love it just the person making it you know like i want to make shit that's like a little more elaborate you know and just like creative and planned out you know mm-hmm Yeah, like I'm a big fan of Zach Wild -hmm. and and you know Black Label Society, Ozzy Osbourne, but He was doing an interview once and they're asking about, you know, maybe his creative process. 
when it comes to writing a new song and recording. And, you know, when he was talking about the guitar solo section, mm-hmm. he was saying, using Randy Rhodes as an example, and saying how he's like, yeah, sure, you could, like, wing it and, like, you know, just shred a guitar solo. If you know what you're doing on a guitar, you can just play a guitar solo, and, you know, it'll sound rad. But mm-hmm. he's like, but Randy Rhodes' guitar solos were, like, there's, like, six different solos within that like every little measure is its yep. own unique like solo and he would compose it yeah and i'm like that's why i fell in love with randy rhodes and like to learn yep. i would sit and try to learn randy rhodes guitar solos and licks and i was like dude <laughs> these are tough for real dude I know. yeah yeah like we we were kind of talking about that too about just like coming up with shit that's like fresh you know and you kind of know right away when it's like it's just i think how you put it is like you know, like that's what i was looking for you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but sometimes you really got to search for it you know and, and work towards it or like just you know keep keep searching through a bunch of sounds until you come across something that like tumbles into the next idea you know because dude uh, there's so many times where i'm like i just feel like i can't make something good you know because i don't have any ideas mm-hmm. but a lot of the time when i just sit down and i'm like all right i'm just gonna start with this like it doesn't even sound cool but i'm just gonna start with this it's just like three chords you know on piano nothing and just put some drums behind it and then i start adding this and i'm like oh, okay this is you know and you start having fun with it and then you're like you start to like, you know, I don't know. The more fun you yeah. have with it. When you find that one thing where you're like, okay, I can start here. Right. Right. Yeah. And then you kind of, well, that's the coolest thing about making a song is in my opinion, it's like going on an adventure mm-hmm. because you start somewhere and then it starts taking you places as the creator right and then you know and then it ultimately leads you somewhere and then it does it has an ending and then that's kind of the journey i would imagine it takes the listener on dude it's it's really a trip because and it like the whole tides of my thing and kind of like what i was saying about you know venturing the seas and exploring and um like you're talking about like going on a journey Mm-hmm. like it it really is like that's that makes me like that that idea so much more you know because it's like you're saying like it's a journey for the listener it's a journey for the person making it um and even the journey that the person making it is on themselves like throughout their whole life you know like that is a story in itself and it's just yeah, it's it's a trip, <laughs> dude. I'm really excited to work on some Tides of Maya music because what I've really been thinking more nowadays <clears throat> is where I'm like, man, I just really need to focus on the music, mm-hmm. like making an incredible sounding instrumental where it's like, dude, this song could have no lyrics, yep, and it would just sound amazing or even you know, like no vocals but you know that stuff you can always add to it to give it more 
more depth or make it sound better. But yeah. just that instrumental alone to make that yeah. incredible. Fuck yeah. So I want to be, I've been wanting to make like almost like monster music or something. Yeah. I don't know, just something or something that's like, uh, like I'll think to myself a lot. I'm like, okay, I want to make something that sounds like prehistoric. Dude. Well, you know, cause we were talking about the whole like hero's journey thing mm-hmm. and that really could be a template for like an album, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I like, I like albums that they sound different, but they sound similar enough to where like they belong together, but each song is different, you know? Like a concept album? Are you talking? Dude, I mean, yeah, dude, for sure. Like, I love maybe, concept albums. Well, let's let's do a concept album about like some Odyssey type shit. Like sailing the seas of cheese? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, yeah, sail, sailing the seas of fucking these dude, nuts. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, but the Odyssey, like Homer's Odyssey? Mm-hmm. Dude, the Iliad? Right. Dude, that, I'm going to read that again, dude. I'm going to watch the For movie. Sure. For sure. Probably tonight. We should, dude. Like, I've always wanted to do a concept album. Dude, let's do it. I have definitely done my Space Cowboy stuff. Eventually, they all... After the first one, they're all just concept albums. Right. I have a lot and they ju- i've never like promoted them good they're just like lost in space but eventually you know and that's why i'm like looking more into the cool animations or trying to get better because i'm like man like yeah. the tides of maya stuff mm-hmm. i'm like dude that dude i want to get that shit tatted on me dude for real you already kind of have one of them the yeah. uh, mermaid on the moon yep um but yeah it's like i can't remember oh i just see i almost see it as like comic books or something you know where it's like if if we were gonna actually be in like the videos i couldn't see it like being like normal like I, i it would be hard for me to be like yeah we're like filming something out in the mountains if we did it would have to be like the aurora borealis type stuff right you know, where it's like, no, this is like something beyond the norm. For something sure. like Mastodon. Definitely, sort of, dude. You know. I fuck with that heavy. Yeah, yeah dude, it's like that's <clears throat> I I I really love that shit because it's not like Like, if you didn't really know, you wouldn't have any idea that they're talking about anything, like, trippy or anything like that. Like, it just sounds like some fucking heavy shit, you know? Mm -hmm. But then they just, they're talking about some, like, mythical lore type shit or whatever, you know? Yeah, dude. And it's kind of like fucking uh, a lot of, like, who would do that? I mean, a lot of 80s bands did that, but they would talk about just, like, kind of the same shit, you know? Um. What do you mean, like heavy metal, mythical stuff, or you mean like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 
Dio type shit and oh yeah and uh dude i mean even metallica yeah you know because i'm like dude metallica didn't really write songs about like women and straight up you know it was their music wasn't like sexual yeah um and there was all they had like really good metaphors and like megadeth Mm -hmm. i don't know if you ever gotten a megadeth not real heavy but Definitely listen to Iron them. Maiden. Yeah, I think dude. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, dude. And dude, that's like dude, just their album artwork is so cool. Yep. Um and like Eddie? that was a yeah, dude. It's all just like stuff. how they like, I once had somebody say, like, oh, man, I hate Iron Maiden because all their, they'll write a lot of songs about, like, old horror movies. Right. And I'm like, dude, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, most people don't even really think about it. They just listen to the song and just rock out to it. And, like, but for someone who wants to, like, dive a little deeper there's a lot of shit to like find and dissect you know yeah dude um i think we were talking about oh yeah just like that shirt i made the dying to live one Mm -hmm. where it's like yeah it could be some people might be like oh that was already like done over here or somebody else has something with that same name and that's the other thing dude that and that's why i love tides of maya is because Mm -hmm. it's actually like unique Um, right and it's so hard to write like a unique song name yeah uh dude like i had one i was trying to i seen a moth at work the other day right and i was like oh fucking sweet i gotta get a picture and video of this thing yeah and so then i'm like okay i want to turn this into some artwork you know, potentially for a single or an album. And, you know, of course I was thinking (laughs) Mud, no, Hell Yeah and Metallica both released a song at the same time that was about the moth to a flame Mm -hmm. concept. And I was like, well, I do like that concept of a moth to the flame, but how do I say that in a way it's never been said? Right. You know, where it's like, oh, if somebody looked this up, it would they would find it. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm thinking, I think like that all the time. But at the same time, um, you, like, you can name shit whatever you want, you know? Like, yeah. How many, if you go into Spotify and type something in, there's going to be like, it's not just one song named that, you know? Oh, I have tons of songs like that. And For sure. Yeah. Even my name. Like, I used to think I was so unique. Oh, Jake Ryan. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there's tons of other Jake Ryans. For sure. And that's the whole reason why I was starting to do Crossroads branding is because I'm like, dude, 
I don't want mm-hmm. people to get it confused out there. They'll type in Jake Ryan and they'll find one of these other guys. Yeah. And Yeah, dude. It is what it is. I I do like to try to come up with unique names though. I, I think song names are probably a little easier. I've never really done that though. Like all all my song names are like pretty they're probably like a you know, patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, after the storm i'm sure there's a million songs called that they are great uh, songs you made though well thanks bro i mean but i do i always have been attracted to those like a lot of like screamo and emo music does that where it'll be like a whole sentence for the name of the song you know oh yeah like um suicide boys will have stuff like that for sure yeah yeah um but i'm, I'm pretty sure that's where they got that shit you know because you know, it'd be like, or even like a lot of triple uh, X's shit, you know, like it'll just be like, look at me now type shit or look at me, you know? Yeah. And uh, I guess that uniqueness of just, it's so hard to be unique nowadays. And that's what I was thinking right in this riff the other day where I was like, okay, starting to come up with something, but is this actually unique i think it's just got to be unique enough you know yeah because if you're trying to just go for straight up uniqueness like you'll just be making noise like (laughs) even that is fun though like you know trent Reznor. where sometimes i'm on the job site i'm like i can't tell if this is a song or like some power tools or heavy machinery going on in the background right (laughs) for sure but yeah yeah it's cool just to uh, and i guess that's what i'll think of a lot when it comes to writing a song where it's like okay how do i make a song make somebody feel like they're on a construction site right or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah dude well i like i really like the idea of like a concept album because it feels like you can really not just take your time making it, but like take your time with like the music itself, like the length of the whole project. Like, cause like if you're doing a single, you're like, all right, I want to get them in like the first 10 seconds, you know? And like, mm-hmm. but if, if it's a concept album, you might like, all right, we're just going to have a whole fucking minute intro and then just do whatever you want, you know, make it like a movie kind of, you know? Rush twenty one twelve, where it's like the first song is like twenty minutes. You ever heard <laughs> that a, album? I don't think so. Dude, check this out. Like, I'm not gonna play the song, but right. Um, dude, it's an amazing. That's where YYZ is from. Pretty sure. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Um, okay. You know, this one with the, like, naked man. Mm-hmm. 2112. 20 minutes and 33 seconds. Dang. This is not the one with YYZ. But basically, the idea of 2112 is that in the year 2112, music has been, like, outlawed. Mm-hmm. And then somebody finds a guitar. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cool, man. 
and uh, you know, there's just like instrumental songs. I need to but, check that out. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. Like, you know, the Doors were one of my favorites. They'd be like, I loved how they would play like live music, and it'd be like, yo, that song that was like, I mean, they just still have like an eight minute song, but then <clears> on live, it'd be like, oh, that, that turned into like. 15 20 minutes live yeah i i I don't think going full jam band really is it's not like i mean um they're probably just like like that because jim morrison's probably like oh yeah on drugs and alcohol like (laughs) but (laughs) you know grateful dead would definitely jam out like yo oh yeah for sure yeah, I just mean like taking because I'll I'll do this too. Like when I'm making a song, like you just kind of feel like you have to fill every space with something, mm-hmm. you know. And like especially lyrics for for me at least, you know. Like, um, but I'll listen to music all the time where there'll just be a section with no vocals, or it'll just be like something super simple that's just repeated and it's spaced out, you know. And it's like um it's just kind of it's like what i was talking about on whatever other podcast about just like you use these different things for their effects you know like you know maybe this section you want it to slow down and it's not supposed to be like filling you with a bunch of words you know so you just you space it out you know because that's what the song is calling for you know um Mm -hmm. but just not giving into that thing where you're like oh they're gonna get bored so you yeah. have to, you know, switch it up or do something, you know, like, I think letting the music breathe, you know, Yeah, important. It's, it's something I've told guys, like rappers, when they come in the studio to record. And they would basically fill the whole song with rapping. Right. And then they, they might be like, well, I don't have something for this spot here. And I was like, dude, just let the beat play. Like, right. I just let the beat play. It's the music. It's it's the song still. And I was filming a video with James once, and he said, he's like, I think it was Psychedelia. And he's like, I really like how your music has, like, instrumental breaks. Right, exactly. Um, because he, was, he films a lot of hip-hop artists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that is something I started doing on that Psychedelia album probably more because when I got too into the hip hop world, I thought like that a lot. Like, yeah. uh, I got to fill this in with words and lyrics or just sounds. And yeah. you know, the ones I hate, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I'm just like, I, I hate it when I hear too. And you or uh, the offspring does this a lot where it's a lot of, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like, dude, oh, right. if I have to hear another fucking whoa, 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 like, yeah, if you do it on one song on the album, cool, but if you got like four or five songs that have whoa, whoa, whoa's, right, it's like a cop out. I mean, and that's the thing, too, about like, um, figuring out what all these little things do, you know, to the listener and what they do for the song. Um, 
I mean, if you're thinking about it that much or if you're not or whatever, but like if you come across something like that, that just it works in a song, um, it's probably super easy to just really overdo it, you know, but it takes it takes discretion to not to not overdo it, you know, and just to like put it in the right place at the right time and be like, all right, we did that. Like we don't have to keep doing it or play it out or whatever, you know, but just I think. I think, you know, some people are just like that shit just pours out of them, you know, and they're fucking just amazing. And everything they do is just like how genius, you know, but I think there is a smart way to go about it where like you can, you know, use your brain to to make a song, you know? Yeah. And I do love the offspring, too. They're one of the first albums I bought was hmm. Americana. But yeah. And of course, people kind of fall into their like this is what makes us who we are, you know? Like, right. You know, like everybody's like, ACDC's, every album sounds the same, every song is the same, and it's... Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's... They've defined themselves. Yeah. And I guess, like you say, it's that one thing where it's like, if it pours out of you like that... Um, but see, when I remember listening to Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, mm -hmm. and, you know, first the... Welcome to the jungle, you know. And yeah. then I heard on, you know, like, it's so easy, easy. Yeah. And then um, even, like, Mr. Brownstone was different, like, we've been dancing with. Yeah. And I was like, is this all the same guy singing? Right. And I thought at first it <laughs> caught me off guard, but I was like, oh, this is cool. I like that, you know, there's these different voices For that sure. come out of the same person. Yeah, dude. I think it's just, it's just whatever you want to do. Like Kendrick Lamar does that shit a lot. He, you know, it's like different characters he plays. Dren does goes, that shit a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't listened. Wait, does Drem release some new music? Um, he is either dropping some soon or he just dropped one. I know he's got two songs that are about to drop. Nice. Yeah, he hit me up the other day and was like, hey, man, do you have the the live version of this song? Uh, oh, dude, hell no. Like, that was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Like... And I, my computer did crash a long time ago, but I definitely go through and be like, okay, I, I need to clean this stuff out. For sure. And when I give stuff to other people, I'm like, it's really <laughs> your responsibility now. Definitely. Just because it's, <clears throat> fuck, I got you gave so it to much. Him. Yeah, and I got so much other crap on my computer that things just For get sure. lost. Definitely. And I try to keep them on the internet in good spaces. That's why I don't really use WeTransfer either. Yeah. I try to just Google Drive things to people or, um, right. or you know, sometimes things will still exist on Gmail, but WeTransfer disappears in like 30 days. Oh, that's right. So. I mean, that's cool for showing people shit you know mm -hmm. actually that's that'd be good for showing people beats you know like mm -hmm. 
that's yeah i don't know i've never i've never used it yeah it's not it it's awesome but that's the only thing i've noticed about it is people will send you stuff and be like oh the 30-day thing expired and i, I wanted that back yeah but mm. it is what it is well you've been working on any new tunes at all um started a beat earlier today and then i just got caught up um yeah just here and there you know yeah well hopefully you get a new guitar here soon for sure i think i'm gonna have to i was looking at a guitar earlier um that because i need to get a new acoustic electric because, I mean, I have an old one, but I seen this one that was like, uh, I was looking to get a custom one made, you know, like try and get my own like graphics right. and stuff on there. And I just seen this one that was like a couple hundred bucks, mm -hmm. but then with Klarna, you can also do the right. payments of 50 bucks. Hmm. So yeah. I was like, hey, that's always nice. Um, but they're basically selling it cheaper because they said that the print quality issue, there was a little pixelation. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I like space. I just want another guitar that I can. Uh... And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But to have that system on there, you know, to control the levels, tune it, yep. and have the outputs. Right. Got the XLR. Mm-hmm. Because my, my other guitar doesn't have that. It's just a pure acoustic. Yep. And I have the little, like, pickup things. But I'd rather just mic it. For sure. A lot of times, but when it comes to performing, I don't know. I really was just trying to get a custom one, man. Dude, yeah. But. One day. Yeah. Straight up. One day I'll have a sponsorship with Gibson and they'll be like, we made this custom one for you. Mm-hmm. That's the dream, right? Fucking A, dude. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I'm going to tell you one more before I let you go here soon because we've probably been chatting for a while. <clears throat> There's another movie you should watch. Mm -hmm. It's called The Mountain. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I don't think so. I think I found it on the internet for free. Um, it's like an old film. Um I got a 1956. Yeah. It was made. It's like a. Jeez, um... it might even be older than that. No, maybe it's called The Holy Mountain. Are you supposed yeah. to be screen sharing right now? No, but oh. I am now. Okay. The Holy Mountain. Hmm. It's very like artistic. Um, it kind of has to do with like alchemy type stuff. 
That cover is crazy, that first one. This one? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, see, it's, like, very artistic. Mm. And, like, symbolic. What the fuck? I know, dude. <laughs> Super strange. Just made by, like, a foreign mm. artist. Alejandro right. Jodorowsky. Um, is that on Netflix? Oh, you said you found it just online? Yeah, dude. It. I'm going to watch this one again, too. Because it's just, like, amazing. So there's, like, really weird shit in it. Like, you know, there's, like, there'll be this, like, a naked dude in it. Naked women. But it's all, like, this symbolic kind of spiritual stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. there's this alchemy ceremony. Oh, dude. It's just super strange and different. Like, really weird. Like, there's, um, like, this weird, like, lizard scene. Where they got these lizards dressed up like, like, <laughs> like Mayan emperors or something. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, dude. Like, look at this guy. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's just, <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's, it like makes you feel like you're on psychedelics or something. Just for sure by watching it. And then they're all like dying what yeah and it's like a a ceremony for the audience or something they got like a sacrifice (laughs) jeez dude it's super strange look at this guy (laughs) yeah it's super weird but for real i really recommend it it's yeah Dude, what? I know, dude. It's I. I don't even know how to explain it. You know, there will be like a lot of like Christ symbolism and mm-hmm. you know just all this weird stuff. Like it's it's artistically symbolic, but then it has some sort of like spiritual symbolism. Right. But since I think it's something based around the alchemy, so it's supposed to be like the transformation Mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. But Right. Dang. Yeah. I don't know how you come across this shit. I heard it from Impulsive, Logan Paul's podcast. Have you ever heard of it? Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, one of his buddies on there, Mac, is like a dude he grew up with, a big bearded fella. Um they asked the question one day, like, if there's one movie that you ha- you're you stuck in eternity and there's one movie you could watch, what would it be? And his was The Holy Mountain. So I was like, okay, I got to watch this. Weird. And I just, like, I think I ate a bunch of edibles and watched it. And I was like, I'm changed, man, now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Dang, I'm going to check that out. Dude, check it. Yeah, I recommend it. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. What is this? Number 56? Number 56. 5,000 minutes long. Mm-hmm. 5,000 seconds. I don't even know. Probably longer. Probably. Well, there it, it was a rad chat again. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably talk to you again next Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, my birthday's next Sunday. Oh, so, word. Um, yeah, I'll chat with you Saturday, and hopefully maybe we'll come up with, like, a logo or a little intro, possibly. 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a look at Fiverr and give it a look. See. Yeah, I'll do that as well. Like I found some, I've gone through a few different people just for some stuff. And some people I've been like, eh, with the product and for others, sure. I was like, whoa, man, that blew my mind. Like, thank yeah. you. Oh uh, yeah. But I'll give you a high fiver right now. Blam. All right, brother. Well, uh, see you to the audience and make sure and hit that like and subscribe. We're going to be chopping it up, getting some clips out there so that uh, we can connect with more people. And one of these Mm -hmm. days, we'll try a live, like on our 100th one. Yeah. We'll do like a live stream one. Yep. I'm fucking ready, bro. All right, brother. Let's get it. All right, yo. Peace out. Peace.